0: Log Talk Radio.
1: on Sylvia Kaiser's page, but Dr. Serena Wright is live on her page. So if you would like to switch over to Dr. Wright's page, you can spell her name, C-Y-R-E-N-E, last name Wright, W R I G H T. So either way it goes, you can see her as she ministered, as well as you can listen on my page as I let you hear her minister to you by the landline. So I'm going to present Dr. Wright to some, and I'm going to introduce her to others. This is a dear friend of mine. She's um, more like a family member. I know Serena through church is when I met her, um, being a part of my family uh, member as her goddaughter, so that automatically made her my cousin. Well, my cousin, Apostle Sandra Thomas, adopted her and said this was her goddaughter, her daughter, that made her my cousin. So when I met Dr. Wright, her dreams was to become a doctor. Plus, I met her as in love with the Lord. Hmm. See, I don't know if y'all heard that or caught that. I said, when I met her, she was already in love with the Lord. And she strived to be, to be in a position where God was proud of her. See, a lot of y'all don't get that. She wanted God to be proud of her. In other words, she was looking to be the apple of God, eye. So I could go on and on and on and on. But this is one young lady that has favor with God. If she talks to God and she asks God for something, God will make it happen. So I'm suggesting on tonight for you all to listen because I know whatever she ministered, she talks to God and she asks God for something, and God's going to make it happen. Somebody's going to get blessed. Somebody's going to get set free. Somebody's going to get delivered. There will be a hook put in your heart on tonight that you will be placed under Holy Ghost arrest. So I ask you all to share, share and share because this is going to become live. So I hope you're ready, Doctor Wright. Are you ready? I'm waiting for her to respond, so she will respond as soon as she become ready. But I know that you all have a relationship with God. I'm, I'm gonna just say I know you do, and I know that ones that striving to get close to God, or you your new saints, your new babies, your new Christians. Let me share something with you. Don't worry about you did it again. You know, like that Britney Spears record said, "Oops, I did it again." Don't worry about if you did it again, because one thing I can tell you. God is still able to set you free if you want to stay free. Just keep on repenting, keep on talking to him so he can do it again. So Dr. Wright says she's on and she's ready. Dr. Wright is in your hands. Whenever you're ready, just go right ahead. It's in your hands.
2: Praise the Lord. Thank God for everybody. Hallelujah. We are diligently setting up uh, social media. So we appreciate everybody that has stopped by. Uh, We take absolutely nothing for granted, and we just thank God for all of the people that man this platform and um, soft fit to yield and listen to the spirit of the Lord. We are looking to get back to the Facebook Live platform. Oh, hallelujah. But aren't we grateful uh, for Jesus? Hallelujah. Because Jesus was before social media and the Internet, believe it or not. I know you wouldn't tell it by some of these young people, but I still would take Jesus. Hallelujah. Over social media every day. Hallelujah. Can you hear me, Sister Nancy?
1: Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Okay.
2: Um. I would take Jesus any day And so um, We are looking. Said, you will uh, just pray with us um, The woman of God always asks Are you going live? Are you going live? And I'd be down like Uh no. But we are uh, Going to go live uh, on Facebook as soon as I can find the live <clears throat> Oh, And so um, every some of you all know that um, I have um, trained in American Medical School and that my doctorate is an MD um, from the U.S. And I say that because a lot of times, you know, like in my book title, the last addiction you ever need, there is a book, you know, reference, descriptions and and things like that. And um, as God has been dealing with me, with recovery, and just those things that bring us to recovery, then um, I have um, have now began to minister from the idea of the recovery room. And you will find um, our channel in the recovery room all right now. We, we are all right now uh, in the recovery room um, on YouTube. And we will also post uh, some of that. Facebook live, or some of those are already on YouTube. And we are getting ready. If you all would just pray with me, thank God for Apostle Elizabeth Kaiser, for Sylvia Kaiser, uh, for all those of Brandon, those that do ministry here. There are many other ministry gifts that stream and share what the Spirit of the Lord lays on their heart on this platform. So we don't want you to miss a Monday. We don't want you to miss what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. We are definitely not and we I don't believe the woman of God believes that she is the only uh authentic, credible doctrinally sound voice in the earth, but she most definitely is one of us. Hallelujah. And so uh, it's so good that when you come to the place in God, when you know who you are, you're willing to walk in it unapologetically. you're willing to say that you are, that you just so happen to be exactly who God had predestined you to be, and you're okay with everybody else doing that exact same thing. And so that's where I believe, Uh, And that's where I believe Blog Talk Radio, uh, Smile 3E, is because they're simply going to obey God and encourage you to do the exact same thing. And so we will be sharing with you. You know that we, that our book um, stems from the context of uh, First Samuel. We're going to welcome on these other platforms. One moment. We're going to um, welcome these other platforms. Just one moment. Sam from First Samuel uh, chapter thirteen with Amnon and Tamar. And so well if you all would just with me, I wish I could explain to you the things that are going on over here. It is really something um, when you are pressing into a new place. It really is. And you have got to be so determined and so steadfast and so unwilling to give up, to press fast and to press in, to ask for assistance if you think you need it, There is um, always so much victory to gain um, when we press in and are doing uh, what God has called us to do the way he asked us to do it. And so um, we just thank God for that and for those that are manning. All right. And so we are welcoming, um, we're a woman of God. My um, Facebook live will not post. It will not allow me to go.
1: That's okay. I've got you
2: live on, on Facebook. Um, and that, that's perfectly okay. But we do know uh, that God is still on the throne <laughs> Oh my goodness And so uh, We just thank God for that time with me um, You all I may be um, trying to set this up In the natural but please understand That God does have a word Trust me on that um, Trust me God is, is ready To um, set us up And do what only he can do for us and through us. And so uh, we are grateful. And so we just thank you, Father. We thank you, God. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We thank you uh, for everything that He has done. There um, is a, a scripture, like I was saying, that we have always sinned from. Um, the story of Amnon and Tamar, and that story has brought so much insight um, to us because uh, it was a story where what happened with um, with Tamar was so unexpected. And what I have found um, <clears throat> in time is that when we have difficulties in life, what we have an issue with sometimes after we have gotten over um, the reality of what may have actually happened to us, is that we are um, unable to recover and unable to put our lives back together. And that's the exact place that the scripture shows us about Tamar. And so we have many from there. We've talked on um, several different different occasions from there um, because of the reality of, of what life can bring. Uh, sometimes even when you would try to imagine Um, Some things that may occur in your life, some of the things that actually occurred uh, were never anything that you could think. And so um, to that end, we uh, wrote our book and began to share what the Holy Spirit had given us. But how many of us know that the Spirit of the Lord is an inexhaustible
3: resource? Mm -hmm. Oh, right.
2: that he is an inexhaustible resource that God is one, um, that you can't outdo him, you can't um, outlive him, you can't do any of that because God always has more. And so every time I go into the scripture um, lately, God has been pressing upon my heart to talk about him as a recovery strategist, to talk about him uh, as the God that it already designed uh, recovery programs for us. How many of us know that um Adam and Eve had a setup and what they were not able to do was go with God's original plan. They end up um being kicked out of that space. But how many of us know? Hallelujah, welcome Facebook. Oh yeah, we're getting it we're getting it now. We're getting this thing together. Welcome. Thank you for taking your time to stop by. Um, we are in the recovery room, and we are so grateful that you stopped by. If you were trying with me, we were just waiting to welcome you in. Don't you know that the spirit of the Lord will wait on us? He will. Because he's so wonderful like that. So many of us have delayed um, what shouldn't have been delayed, and we held off on things that we should have been pushing the go button for. But how many of you know that God is just amazing? And so we thank God for that. If you would come with me with Romans 8 chapter, those of you all that have been so patient, I thank God and I
0: bless God for you hallelujah, but we're going to get right into the word We have a word for you because God has a God of recovery. He is the master strategist for recovery Do you know that Adam and Eve blew it somebody say they blew it don't say you blew it say they blew it I Always talk about them that live down the street, but do you know that even when we blow it? Oh, I'm talking about myself. I know y'all never blown it even when we have blown it even when we messed it up Do you know that God will still recover us, that God will still create a space for us to get back to the faith he has predestined for us? God's not surprised, hallelujah, by our humanity showing up. He just wants us to love him more. He just wants us to give him all. He just wants us to surrender and sell out. And so he's always going into his word that's infallible and immutable and teaching us the principles of God so that we can recover. Do you know that there are people that have been in relationships, men and women alike, that they were married and that marriage failed or one of their loved ones passed away or some real-life incident happened? A woman, I got to hear a lot of feedback in the phone. Can you hear that? There's a lot in my ear. that get up that um that there is, that, that people have had things that have, that were very traumatic, very troublesome, very disappointing, very un, 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 unannounceable, very unimaginable that have happened in life. And it's hard at those times to, to wrap your mind around how much God is rooting for you to recover. Some of us have even gotten to such a self-involved, inverted place that you have said, if God is going to Room for me to get out, why didn't he create a space for me to never get in? Come on, talk about that time you got mad at God. But don't you know that when we walk back into that place of humility, when we get back into the place that God has called us to, when we're willing to walk according to the life the way He designed it, then we set ourselves up to align with his word, with his plan, with his purpose, with his insight, with his largeness, with his abundance, with his capacity, with his ability, with his foreknowledge, with his understanding, with his stamina, with his resilience, with his determination, with his creativity, hallelujah, with his strategy, with his fortitude, with his relentlessness, don't you know that God is still willing To root for us to recover. And so God always been taking us. I'm telling you, this has been, at least on Blog Talk for me, this has got to be my third or fourth year. I encourage you to go back and listen to all of the Blog Talk presenters. But if you want to speak to listen to those that I'm referencing you go back three or four years God has been talking to me about recovery because do you know some people they've had tragedy childhood trauma I'm not talking about what somebody sold in now ladies I'm talking about real trauma and they haven't been able not even in the in in the salvation experience as they've been taught it to recover that I'm here to let you know that that's not the plan of God if God sent a second Adam to recover from that that it failed, then you've got to dig your heels in and know that everything in this word is for you. Everything in this word is for you, sir. Everything in this word is for you, ma'am. Meaning what? That you said he wanted you to have life and that more abundantly. That he wanted you to have righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit and experience the kingdom. The king's dominion ruling in your life on an everyday basis. That you can look at a situation where others are destitute, where others are out of ideas and still come back with a comeback. Hallelujah. Do you know that if you get in God and you are all the way out as far as you can go, that you can come back with a comeback, that you can dig into the word of God and find the resilience? Do you know? Receive physical strength by faith to bear a child at 90. Do you know if God has promised you and everything is failing? Nothing looks like what you thought it would look like. You can dig into this word. Somebody say a comeback with a comeback. I mean one that will work, one that has God's promise on it, one that has God's name on it, one that has God's word on it. Get your Bible. Get your Bible. I know, y'all, we tried to Facebook faith, but for about 87 years. But we're here now. Get your Bible. Turn with me to Romans, the eighth chapter. Do you know? Hallelujah! That that listen. Let me tell you. As God sits down in us, Hallelujah! And 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 things are what they are. And he's working in us, both to will and to do of His good pleasure. Every day doesn't show up wonderful, but you still get to choose to make it amazing. Hallelujah. Every day doesn't show up wonderful. Sometimes you've got to take your humanity to God and say, God, this is exactly where I am. And you say, well, that's why I told you. Crucify that every day and choose to walk in me. Choose to believe me. Choose to be hopeful. Refuse the temptation to be oppressed and depressed. Refuse to be anxious. Refuse to worry. Those are choices because... Sin, for the believer no longer has dominion over us. Get your Bible. Turn with me with Romans chapter 8. Let me tell you all something. I have experienced God on a level I share with a friend where if, if what I do know, I really know it. <laughs> My God, if it's just the three things, if I only know seven things, about God. I really know. I'm talking about at a transferable level, at a transformational level, at an interpretation level, at a revelation level, at a change your life level. Oh my goodness. Have you ever met a believer that has the power of God in them to change lives? Get your Bible. Turn with me to Romans chapter 8, because the amazing thing is that God took his awesome, immutable, undeniable power down in vessels of clay and asked us, Will you live in me so that I can live through you? Hallelujah. And then he asked us to say yes. He said, Choose you this day. I have some wonderful promises for you, and what I have for you is more than you can ask or even think according to the power of me that you let resonate in you. It's going to blow your own mind, and he asks us. He asks us. God is a gentleman. He doesn't make us. He doesn't require of us as he could. He doesn't. He asks us to live for him, and so when days don't show up wonderful, you still can amazing. You choose to still can go into the Word as the life begins to happen, because life is going to happen. Somebody say to every man, but you can go to the Word and find yourself in Him, and find yourself in His presence, and find God ministering to those places that are feeling discouraged and weakened, weakened by life, weakened by work, weakened by the grocery store, we can buy traffic, let me tell you, you don't even have to explain to God why you're there, you just come and say, Daddy, I'm here because I love you, can we talk in fellowship, I need to tell you about this and thank you for this, our Father who art in heaven, your name is holy, if you just go to him and know that he's holy, he wants to talk, he wants to share, he wants to answer your unanswered questions, just go to, him. just just go to him. I, I'm not even going to ask you to stop going to your girlfriend that's got more problems than you. I'm not even going to suggest you quit telling your boss that don't even like women. All your problems, just go to him. Just tell him all about it, because in his presence there is fullness. And if we be honest. There are some places that are empty. We may have four bank accounts and four closets but our shoe rack is real empty. We may have real big titles and a lot of land. But something in our in our soulish realm is empty. Something that they ever did. The way that they presented it, when you knew that it was personal and they meant to do it and it and it really impacted you. And the impact lasted. That those are the types of things we need to take to the Father because he's a great big God. Hallelujah. Glory to God He's the immutable one The one that he wants us to call him Abba He wants us to know that he's daddy That he doesn't want to just provide And do things for us But he wants to be provision He is not only a way He is the way He doesn't want to be a resource He wants to be our only source In Romans 8 chapter verse 28 Romans 8 Verse twenty-eight. Let me tell you something. It's it's the best thing I ever did after I got saved is that serious. Romans 8 28. The best thing, the, the the next best decision after I got saved with my true smart, funny, insightful, witty, ambitious self. After I got saved, the next best decision I made was to get serious. I said, God, if I'm going to come over here, I said, Lord, have mercy <laughs> close my legs and shut my mouth. <laughs> I need to see what you're talking about. <laughs> Y'all yeah, don't want to say nothing to me over here. Okay, <laughs> okay what, what am I giving? Okay, okay, I'm just saying. I, after I got saved, I got serious. I said, God, I'm not going to be over here and play. I am not even raised in church. Play in church for what? Why would I come in church to play? I just didn't come in here. <laughs> Why would I come in here and not to believe you? I could have just stayed where I was. I was not a believer. After I got shaved, I got serious. And I said, God, if you God, I want you to God something. So I started making a list of the things I thought could never happen. And he said, give me, come on, try me, come on, do it, write your list. Tell me exactly what you want. And I know y'all want me to start naming all the things that I wanted, but in most of them was I wanted to be satisfied. I wanted to be complete. I wanted the angst to go. I wanted tears to quit falling back on my eye when I laid my head on my pillow that cost a lot of money. Oh, my God. I wanted to show up real. I didn't want to have to put on my face and then put makeup over it. After I got saved, I got serious. Y'all, I'm so, uh, you do not know how hard I'm trying to get to verse 28. But it's somebody that God just wants you to get serious. He said, try me and see if I won't open up a window and pour you out a blessing. God is talking to you. You already saved. Everybody is. to know a life that's limitless. Let me tell you, let me show you what it's really like when everybody don't like you and I said me and you are a majority, and then I show you how to walk it out and manifest it in this realm. I'm trying to get to this 28th verse, but I'm telling you God wants you to get serious. Get serious with God. I didn't say become a Bible scholar and then intellectually ascend. No, go to God as a little child. He said, come to me. Something not the little children. Come to me with childlike faith. Come to me and read the word. And say, God, I really don't even understand these words. Is this a different version I could get? Because this one right here makes no sense to me. It sounds like Japanese. And so we're not going to get far like this, God. Would you get serious? I didn't say get deep and phony. I said, would you just go ahead and get serious with God? Because sometimes every answer, every answer we got, is in God and it's right after serious. As soon as you get serious with God, that thing you're asking him for, you're gonna get clarity. I know you want me to tell you you're gonna get it, but you're gonna get his foot real for your life. And once you get serious with God, that's all you're gonna want. You're going to get his plan for you. And once you get serious with God, that's all you're going to want. Don't you know? You're going to get everything you've ever wanted, cause once you get serious with God, He's going to give you your rules Verse 28 we We're in Romans chapter eight, verse twenty-eight. Get serious. Get serious with God. Don't get deep. Get, get serious. Don't get smarter, cause you're smarter than the average bear. Get serious. Don't don't, don't uh. Uh-uh. Don't don't get no more degrees before you get serious with God. Don't turn a roll in no more class. Don't get no more certification before you get serious. Because in you and him, there is completeness. Do you know the world system will tell you continuously through its subtle idioms that something about you is not enough? That if you're a man, you need a woman. If you a woman, you need a man. If you a cat, you need to meow. If you a dog, you better bark. Do you know that the world's full so of mm-hmm. idiots? design and purpose, we are assured and know, we are assured and know that God being a partner in their labor, all things work together and are fitting into a plan for good, to and for those who love God and are called according to his design and purpose. And so what happens, because I I used to do this before I got serious, I would go in and I would snatch out the declaw and say, all things work together Oh my God. <laughs> All things work together. I don't care what kind of crazy crazy men I had done. I don't care how rude and ignorant I had been, even though God said don't get rude right now, don't you be rude back to her. Don't you say that to him and I did it anyway. <laughs> then I would come and grab me a scripture and sue that over my pride because I wasn't willing to apologize and say, God, you know what? Please forgive me, Father. I did hear you say don't say that. And and and, and that and I'm not going to let it be okay that I didn't listen. You, but Father, I, I thank you right now for the grace to, to take in your word and to hear you and to yield no matter what someone has done. See, I wasn't, I wasn't ready. I wasn't sick. But so I, I, when I would match out the scriptures that fit where I wanted to be because I wasn't willing to get what God needed me to be. I would snatch out the scriptures and smear them on my ideals and smear them on my ideas and pour them over my ambition because I had not planned on living out God's purpose. I had decided there's no way that God's plan for me is better than what I had planned for myself because I was a master planner in my own mind. And so and so, before I got serious, I would go to scriptures like these, and I would say them like slowly. I would tell them blessed and highly favored, and all things work together for good. And see, all things don't work together for good unless you're called according to his plan and His purpose. Don't don't get mad. at me read your Bible. And said, how do you know that? Because I can sit up to read my Bible. It says, "If you're called according to His design and His purpose." See, that's why we've got to get serious. Because in the place of filling, once you get into His present, and he begins to unlock his design for you, your mind's going to be blown, because he said it's more than you could ask for, even think, daughter. but you've got to get serious. You've got to go the way that I told you to go. You've got to follow my design, instead of trying to insist I follow yours, because I'm God, and I'm God alone, but my design for you. Is more than you could ask or even think. My plans for you are good and not evil. I want to bring you hope and a future. I want to meet you and then exceed anything you could have ever asked me. And so in this 28 verse, it says we are assured and know that God being a partner in their labor, So then, of course, in order to understand the frame, you would have to read up above that because he's talking about how the creation is growing. Because those of us that know God look in expectation for the place and time to meet him. So there is always this dichotomy of wanting to know him more, seeking him more, wanting to love him more and understand him more. There's always that. And then staying and and fulfilling our assignment and wanting to be in his presence and just wanting to spend time in prayer and fasting and and wanting to supplicate with him. And, and And then ultimately we know that we'll take our final rest in his eternal presence. And so the creation is groaning. There's always this, I just want to spend time with God. I've got to go to work. I've got to fix dinner. I've got to bathe my children. I've got to attend to my wife. I've got to deal with my husband. I've got to finish Assignment. I've got this career and this the, the a marketplace assignment, and I've got to fulfill that. So there's always this growing, and so in the in 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 verse twenty one. That's when Paul begins to talk to the Romans about that dichotomous place of when you're wanting to be with him more and wanting you're wanting ultimately to be with him eternally, but even on earth you're groaning and wanting to be with him more and more. And he says, and not only does it groan within itself it groan outwardly, we are still grown inwardly as we wait for the redemption. And then he says, Before in this hope we were saved because it is in the hope of God's promise for us eternally and in this earth realm that we have decided that we would live our lives subject to his authority. He says, for in this hope we are saved and these are things we're hoping for that have not yet shown up. And he then goes on to say, talk about the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit begins to bear us up. And then in verse 28, he says, we are sure to know that God being in partnership. And see, a lot of times, if we do not have a full revelation of God and who he is, then we are not able to understand that God is our partner. No matter how difficult life may be, no matter what the situation, and right now in North America, and I dare say across the world, I promise you these have been the most trying 24 months of, that, the, that the world has seen as some more than others. what they have been trying. People have lost and lost and lost, but do you know that God still wants those people to know that he's a partner with them in their labor, that he's still the God that teaches the strategy of recovery? I don't care what the devastation has been. If it devastated you, God is concerned, and he wants us to leave understanding with assurance, not with, not with the uncertainty, not with the I don't know if this will happen, but it's are assured and no. Are you assured and no? that God is your partner? Are you assured and know that God wants you blessed? Are you assured and know that God will keep his word? Are you assured and know that God is a promise keeper? That's how you're going to keep your hope alive. That's how you're going to press through. That's how you're going to press in. We never have to deny the reality of of our damage. We never have to deny The reality of an injustice. We never have to go to God delusional and religious fanatics that are disconnected from what's really going on in the world. But can you in the Face of it, know that God is a partner, and when God partners with you, then you can be assured and say, I, you know what, this is going nothing like I thought, but I've got this assurance. What is assurance? It's a resolving confidence that no matter how this is going off the rails, I've got an engineer. I've got an engineer that's never called off God. It says we are assured and know. One of the things people of God have heard all the spirit really well, one of the things that can come in more than any other and erode our capacity to believe in God and be serious is the doubt that comes with the unexpected when something happened that you didn't plan for, that you couldn't have prayed for, it was no way you could have seen it coming. Those situations can feed so much doubt into the blanket of your faith. You can be seated with so much doubt. And and you say, Well I did know that God was this, and I, I used to know and I knew people that knew. But they didn't go through a world crisis They didn't lose 10 family members In 6 months But they didn't lose their job, their house Their husband and their mother Y'all listen to what I'm saying God is still the God that gives us assurance And lets us know Oh for God Is not a man that he should lie, And he is not the son of man He does not have to Take back his promise God wants us to be assured And he wants us to know that the conditions are that we are willing to live according to his promise, that we're willing to live according to his design, that we're willing to give up what we think we know so that he can show us what we need to know, that we're willing to give up our plan for a plan in this world and for the one to come. It's submitting many are the plans. Of a man's heart, but when we let God's purpose prevail and say, "God, I really want this right here. I really want this. I really want this relationship. I really want this man." Y'all don't want to hear nothing I'm saying. I mean, I'm not talking about our channel woman. I want it. <laughs> I really want it. And God said, but, but, but I, I, I hear you. And do you know that God will let you know he hears you? He says, because I want you to leave a And if you don't know God heard you, you can't always leave with confidence. Because you won't keep on saying, but did you hear me say I wanted it"? Did you hear me say I wanted that Mercedes? I can get it, but you said don't get it. No, I got the money to get it, and I got the credit to get it. And I get everything I need to get it, and you said don't get it. And I want to know, do you hear me telling you I want it? See, if we think we're serving a God that dismisses our wants, then it's hard for us to live by his purpose and design. If we believe we're serving a God that dismisses our voice, that won't hear us, that's biased and sexist and a little chauvinistic on the low, then we're not going to be as easily willing. To walk past the doubt that that situation brought and say, God, I'm all going to be serious until this and this happens. And I was going to serve you and live by your design until this and that happened. But God wants us to do it anyway. God wants us to leave knowing that if we bring him our whole heart, if we live according to his purpose, if we live according to his design, then the benefit of it is assurance. The benefit of it is confidence. The benefit is shedding but narrative of inadequacy. The one that no Thinks you have because you are boss. The, the, the benefit of it is shedding that anxiety. The benefit of it is shedding that rejection. Yeah, I, I know because because you got four cars and three houses, do so nobody knows that inwardly you never feel like you're enough. They always didn't like you. And it's always played in the back of your accomplishments. And so God wants us to know with a surety that he sees us and he knows us. He only wants us to live by his purpose and his design so we can benefit from everything that he is to us. The Bible says we are sure to know that God being a partner in our labor, that all things work. Do you know that if you could know that all things work, that there is a, that is a springboard for the unstoppable? If you knew without a doubt, if you knew somebody say with assurance, if you knew with assurance that all things work, because God's my work, God's my business partner. Uh, God's my coach. God is my partner. If I use my relationship partner and I get into a relationship, now this could be a work relationship. This could be a business relationship. This could be a personal relationship. This could be a mother-daughter, mother-son, father, uh, a father-parent-child relationship. But God's the partner. God is the third one. And if you need assurance that no matter what that girl is doing, no matter what that boy calls you, If you knew with assurance you was gonna do exactly what God said, you'd move different. Oh my God. You talk different. You look at it different. You shake your head and say, really, oh, okay. Because you, because you would always have your assurance, and when the family didn't invite you to the cookout yesterday, but you knew of assurance that you and God was the majority, and you and God playing worship music on your George Foreman with a hot dog and some fucking beans, that you having a blast. If you knew for the assurance that you didn't miss nothing, you would lose. Somebody say you'd move differently, but do you know that God says in order to get the benefits? You've got to be serious. You've got to live by my purpose and my design. You've got to decide that being on my side, you're not going to show up a loser. Hope's not going to make you ashamed that I am a God bigger than what you could ask or even think, that I'm the God that created everything that's ever been created. Don't you bring me down, but don't you let me bring you up. Oh, come on here. Don't you know that if we had the assurance that God wanted us to have as a benefit of living by his design, that you would move differently. You would talk differently. You would respond differently. Because if you don't like me, I'm already well liked. So I just would move differently. Hey, are you doing, sister? To the one that because I just go move different, I'm already where I need to be. I show up to work with assurance. I show up with God's resolve. I show up with the one that's promised on my side. But you've got to recognize that he's that level of God, and God just wants us to be the people that can walk in the undeniable. He wants us to be the people that can walk in the unmovable. He wants us to be the people that can walk uncompromisingly. I didn't say walk perfectly, but walk uncompromisingly so that he can move his agenda forward through your life. You all, let me tell you something. God wants us to be assured. He wants us to know that he's our partner. I'm reading out the Bible, and he said, you know what the benefit is? All things work. Have you ever been somewhere? Y'all probably haven't, but you know it's an 83 down, three doors down from me. You know, she get real frustrated, and she say, this ain't working Honey, this honey, this is not working, and this, is, and I had this relationship, and it wasn't working. But do you know that once I get over in God's design and purpose, and I say, the no, if you tell me to say, and I say, the yes, if you tell me to say that all things work, y'all don't want to hear nothing. Oh, my God, all things. Because I said no when he told me to say no. So when he left me, because he was kept on asking me, 'Cause we do stuff that God told me I couldn't do. And I kept saying no. And so he left me and that worked. <laughs> ah. Because all things work. And and then uh, I went to work and uh they kept wanting me to compromise my integrity and and I didn't compromise my integrity. I just kept living by God's purpose and design and so they fired me. <laughs> And that worked. (laughs) Ah, Because then my next opportunity, my income doubled. Do do you see what I'm saying? And then my next relationship, I was appreciated and honored. And my next friendship, and then that next car, I got a lower interest rate. And that next house, it had 4,000 more square feet. Because all things, do you know you just get in there? Somebody said, all things will work. You you want to come to that place where you say, God, I'm tired of playing. I want to get serious. I want to live a life that has results. I want to have a narrative that shows I'm fake. I want to have a disposition that's not fake. I, I want to have a laugh that's authentic. I want my inside life to match my outside accomplishment. Somebody say, all things will work. Get on there. Get on in there. Get into that place where you live by its purpose and live by his design. We are sure to know that God being partner in that labor, all things work together and are fitting into a place for good to and for those who love God and are called according to his purpose and design We'll make this last point and we are done. It says they're fitting into a plane. The, the the danger, sir, the danger, sir, of you being brilliant and going outside of God's purpose and design is that you're outside of the plane. The, the danger, sir, I, I know, I know, I know we smart and we could think of really some really good stuff. I mean, I'm just saying. But the danger of doing it your way. He says right here that he, the way that he goes, it'll fix you into his plan. Have you ever had a puzzle piece, and it's the same color and shape, but it don't fit? And we've got to get to the place where we're no longer willing to not fit. Say, so now, I'm about to get back where I sit right into God's plan, and I show up right where God is telling me to show up. I say exactly what God had planned for me to say and I leave with exactly what God had destined for me to leave with. There's a level of greatness that God is calling us to. He's beckoning and begging for us to come, to come to him, all oh, ye that are laden and heavy laden, so that he can give you rest or your soulish dimension so that he can give you peace that passes understanding so that you can move through the earth with an assurance and a knowing that is unmovable so that we can be those that fit into his plan, live according to his purpose and design, and then be blessed and benefited and all things will work. Woman of God, and those of you all that are listening to me in Talk, we are finished. We love you, and we God say God bless you.
1: My God, my God, <laughs> I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. What you say? A come is is a, and a comeback. Hmm. I enjoyed the program so on tonight. Is there anyone on blog talk that would like to say something to the woman of God? Because I'm just excited with what was said, what was taught, what I heard. It was so hot it wouldn't even let me um, type nothing in on the comments for her service on tonight. (laughs) So I just want to know, is there anyone on blog talk would like to say something?
2: Dr. Wright, this is Cecilia, thank you, thank you, thank you Many people may say that you were a fly on the wall But I am not going to say that you were a fly on the wall I'm going to say that God allowed you to hear and to speak Just what I wanted and needed to hear So thank you for obeying God And thank you for being a prophet of God. That's That's it.
1: it. Amen. Is there anyone else would like to speak? Thank you, Apostle Like for those words. Maybe they all call up in the holies of holies. But I thank God. I'm going to give it another three or four seconds to see if anybody else would like to speak on tonight. We know that people are out celebrating, but I, I, I'm i glad I was here to be on the line to celebrate the Word of God on tonight. And I just thank God for how powerful the Word is going to be for those that's going to come back and look at it later on Facebook Live, whether it's on Dr. Wright's page, Serena Wright, or on my page, Sylvia Kaiser, or coming onto the archives of blog talk, I thank God for the word on tonight. Oh God, you are so good. You are so good. I'm going to give you all our closing remarks, and a woman of God will pray us out. Our closing remarks are: our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. For seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And the woman of God spoke on tonight, all things. (laughs) I just thank God for that, all things. I want you all to join us this Friday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This will be the second Friday of the month of July, and our speaker will be Prophet Antoine Thomas. So please join in on Friday. And on Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, it will be our very own Apostle-elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, along with Minister Sheila Kaiser, Minister Brandon Kaiser, and Minister Margot Macor. And I want you all to be ready for to hear what God has put on the woman of God's mind, heart, and in her spirit to share with us on Sunday morning. And please tune in next Monday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It will be um, Pastor Servant Troy most likely will have someone speaking for him. I just wanted to uh, tell you all, keep Pastor Troy in your prayers as God is um, healing his body. Keep it in your prayers. Pray pray for him for real, P-R-A-Y, not P-R-E-Y, and definitely please don't P-L-A-Y. Don't play with it. Pray with it. Not play with it, but pray with it. So I just want to say we appreciate you all with joining us. We love you with the love of the Lord, and there's nothing you can do about it. Amen. Amen. Dr. Wright, would you please pray us out tonight?
2: Uh, Father God, in Jesus' name, we just thank you. We give your name the praise and the glory. Uh, We thank you, Father, for there is no other God like you, no other God beside you. We thank you, Father, that you uh, want us to be those that um, uh, benefit from your promises for all things work. And so we thank you, Father, that all things will work for us, that we will live by your purpose and design, God, that we will rest in reliance on who you are to us. And we thank you and give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Good night,
1: everyone. Good night, Facebook.